When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is up, good people? I realize the graphic is kind of jacked up here. It's supposed to say Brees Hall and Walker, not Walker and Walker. It seems like a law firm. Walker and Walker. Walker and Walker. Law Firm 2022. They're going to drop loads all over the field. Uh, Let me fix this. Walker and Hall. We'll even put Walker on top because, honestly, I love both of these guys. Both of them could be the number one rookie running back with with ease. I'm not saying one can't be, you know, head and shoulders above the other either. Like, Like, one of these guys could be a top five to ten running back. Both of them could be inside the top 10 for 2022. No, I'm not just talking about rookies. I'm talking about top 5 to 10. Here, let's see if that's better. There we go. I mean, I kind of like I like the angle. I don't have time for, for redoing the angle. But, but Walker Walker is a nice law firm. That's a nice sound to it. All right, let's kick this show off. Back up. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Show. Walker and Hall. Winning you leagues in 2022. Just stop. That's the, the, the whole point of this episode. Just stop. Because people are actually starting to frustrate your boy Smitty when they start running their mouth about Brees Hall not being ready. He plays on the jet, Smitty. But Smitty. But Smitty. But Smitty. But Smitty. He plays on the jet, Smitty. The jets are awful. Did you not watch the NFL draft? Casual? Casual fan that comes in and says the Jets are the Jets, but he plays for the Jets. This is this is the same person that said, but he plays for the Bengals. How good could he really be with the Bengals? Things change. The Jets had probably the best draft that that you could have. Probably the best draft I've seen in the last decade minimum. Warning. Warning. Decade minimum. Warning. Best draft I've seen in the best. Territory. In a decade! Warning. Alert. Maximum levels reached. Prepare for transformation. Alert. Maximum levels reached. Time for a Smitty rant. Guys, listen to what I'm saying here, okay? And I can't tell you how much pushback I'm getting. Let's let's reflect back on when Gordon signed, re-signed with the with the the Denver Broncos. Do you guys remember the vibe in here? I, it felt like I was talking on someone else's channel. 
you know, it, and it's good to have pushback. You guys can keep me honest on something. Um, last night we talked about Barkley. I was a little critical on Barkley, even thinking it over. I'm not as down on Barkley as maybe I'm portraying. And that's on me for being more negative to his ADP than I am toward him. Could Barkley do well at 3.4, 3.5, 3.6? Yeah, he could do really well from that spot. I still have major concerns about Barkley, but I'm not taking him at the 24-25 turn. We're all different. We're all different, but that is not a safe place for me. Not because of Barkley, but because of the players around him at that ADP. There are too many players I love at 24-25 more than Barkley. Handful. Every time I'm on the clock, four or five guys I like better than Barkley. Doesn't make me wrong. Doesn't make me a bad person. Doesn't make you a bad person. We're all different individuals. But remember the pushback that your boy Smitty got on Javante Williams the moment I walked into my own live stream and and we said, uh, attention, attention, Melvin Gordon has re-signed with the Denver Broncos. Javante Williams is now trash. That's what everyone pretty much said. We had third rounder, Smitty. He's a third rounder now at best. Smitty, he's not a winner league. This is my favorite. This is what gets me ranting. This is what puts me at a 10 out of 10. Smitty, be honest with your followers. Be, be, Smitty, be honest with your followers, okay? Like I'm not honest with you, okay? That, that irks me. That puts me in ramp mode. Smitty, be honest with me right now because you and I, you and I, just you and I, no one else because I'm special. You and I know you're not being honest right now about this topic. That, that's how I feel about that individual. It makes me upset, angry, and like I would be dishonest or mislead you because I wanted to dig my heels in on a topic. I jump ship on a bad take if I feel things are turning. And the crazy part about it is other analysts don't really do that. I think they dig their heels in all the time. They have a spreadsheet at the beginning of the year. Who's... How high do you like ETN? Hold on. Let me check my spreadsheet that I created in in June. (laughs) And it's August. Oh, I like him right here. I'm evolving. I'm evolving by the day. I like Kenneth Walker more than Brees Hall one day. I like Brees Hall more than Kenneth Walker another day. That's me. Welcome to me. I'm going to be up and down. I'm going to navigate around. I'm going to adjust and adapt. Maybe Barkley gets on the field. Here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing about Barkley. Is Barkley hasn't shown us anything yet. Okay? If he shows us something, then I might be more on board than you even expect. It all changes based on the evidence we have in front of us. Case in point, Mike Thomas. Can, people continue to buy into him. And I, and I, and I admit, in certain points in certain drafts, you toy around with the idea in mock drafts, not necessarily in real, real, uh, real drafts. I took them in like the 10th or 11th round in a draft. Why not? Why not try it there? But there are some people that, that value him so high. I'm talking like you're in a bind. Maybe you toy with Mike Thomas. Mike Thomas has shown you nothing but disappointment. Mike Thomas has shown you nothing but disappointment. Christian McCaffrey has done nothing but disappoint you. Are there lines in the sand 
where I draft either one of, one of those guys, I just explained it. Yeah, I draw a line where I might draft Mike Thomas. I'm not super high on Barkley until he proves it to me, but I still have a line in the sand. 3.5? Why not? I'm not, I'm not, that's baking in the risk. Totally, totally, totally baking in the risk. 100%. And I know it's a couple spots. I know saying 3.5, 3.6, 3.7, how is that much different than 24 overall? It just is. It just is. When you're that early in the draft, that's a significant range of players that I like more than said player. Mike Thomas, rule number one on the Fantasy Football Show. If you have gone down with a a potential career-altering and especially season-ending injury, the combination of the two, and an ACL is definitely that kind of injury. Some players rebound quicker than others. Adrian Peterson ran for 2,000 yards the year after his ACL tear. He is an enigma. He is a an outlier. He is not your usual person. And people keep looking to Adrian Peterson after an ACL tear. What have I been telling you about J.K. Dobbins? Over and over and over. He's, he's recovering from a torn ACL in a running back by committee with a quarterback that vultures touchdowns. And yet everyone's talking about him months ago as a third round, definitely top of the fourth round option, definitely fourth drafted player. What did I tell you? We haven't heard anything. No news is bad news. What did I tell you last offseason when we didn't hear anything on Mike Thomas? No news is bad news. And what have we seen with ETN? What, what have you seen here that's different? That makes me like ETN coming off a potential, at his age, not so much career-threatening, but it is a career-threatening injury to some players, and definitely season-ending or altering injury in a Liz Frank injury. What have we noticed that's different? He's proving it. He's on the field. He looks quick. He says he's 100%. We've seen visual evidence of this man catching the football and looking lightning fast running a corner. This guy is definitely on the field proving it. What did I tell you a month ago, month and a half ago, when he was deemed about 85%? Let's monitor ETN. He's a fifth or sixth rounder. He's got Christian, baby Christian McCaffrey potential, and he's going at round 5-6. The ADP almost bakes in the injury risk for ETN at 5.5 to 6.5 round value, which we're not going to see again because this man's already climbing to round 3. There's a big and stark difference between a player being injured, out for the year, massive injury, and hearing no news, seeing the player on the field's a big difference maker. So for me, I'm telling you in advance because I know we're going to get some casual in here that's going to have seen one of my Barkley videos and said, Smitty, you're drafting Barkley now, huh? 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 Huh, Smitty? (laughs) You're drafting Barkley. If Barkley shows it, I'll change my tune. As of this moment, I need to see Barkley the way that I see ETN. I'm hearing decent things. We'll see. Once I have visual evidence that I believe in Barkley, we're rolling. We're rolling. Now, let me let me go ahead and say this. ETN to the moon. Absolutely. ETN to the moon. Where's my moonshot? Where's my moonshot when you need it? To the moon. ETN to the moon. ETN to the moon. Where were we at? Kenneth Walker, Brees Hall. 
And, and, and I, lo- I love this one. Smitty, you just said until he proves it. Uh, uh, Brees Hall hasn't proven anything yet. I don't care. It's different with rookies. You have to use a lot of predictive skills and abilities to predict which rookies are going to do well, which aren't. And guess what everybody said about our Najee Harris going number 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. We're crazy. We're crazy. Look what happened to Clyde. You're going to see. You're going to do it again. This is on repeat, rinse, and repeat. You're going to draft another Clyde Edwards-Alaire. We did not. We did not. And I don't care if one miss. It's like Brett Favre. Brett Favre goes out there, throws an INT. He walks right back out there, throws another INT, goes right out back out there and throws a league-winning touchdown pass. You can't let a, a, a bust affect you. There's so many variables, team, coaching, injury. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, even last year, tore his, or uh, had a, what do you have, the, the uh, what was it? He had like a, a gallbladder or something like that. He was down to 160 pounds, you know, so he busted again. Like, and everyone's just, no one wants to touch him this year, but he could fall into great value. There's a lot of external factors that can take not only a running back out the rookie year but change their their rookie the course of their rookie their entire trajectory of their of their of their career and they never develop or build that uh build at a certain pace you know mature at a certain pace and then they fall apart that happens all the time you can't let it make you paint a picture about all rookies this kid Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker are walking into actually phenomenal situations. And a lot of people said that JT wasn't in a great spot. You got Naheem Hines. A lot of people weren't sure about Pittsburgh. You got the offensive line. Dude was electric. Dude was on fire last year. Dude was... If you, Imagine if Najee Harris's efficiency goes up because he's producing a lot with a whole lot of work but he's producing a ton. If his efficiency goes up, he's going to be through the roof. Najee Harris could be the number one overall running back in 2022 if, for some reason, Mitchell Trubisky is what some people think he could be. I don't know that I'm buying into that. And if Pickett comes in and Pickett's some magical, like, yeah, he's going to make mistakes, going to throw some INTs, but he's moving the football down the field. He's exciting. We don't know what Pickett can do. He's got Pickens, wide receivers, Improved offensive line and Najee Harris Pickett could have a he could have a decent year. There are two options there. There's a reason I'm not extremely worried about Najee. I'm a little worried, but not enough to even move him out of my number two overall spot. Unless I'm going wide receiver heavy, then I go uh, Cup or Chase or Jefferson. All three of those wide receivers, I could go JT. Then all three of those wide receivers in PPR. Then Najee. Then Eckler. That's my ranking. Or I could go Najee too. It depends on my strategy. Depends on what I feel about the league. Depends on the temperature I've taken with my league mates. What are they going to draft? Are they going to consume running backs? Then I'm going Najee. There's a whole lot of mental prep you got to take into each individual draft. But Najee Harris has an improved offensive line. And he's got two quarterback options. So if one doesn't work out, there's still a good chance the other one's better. And efficient enough. So... Pickens and Pickett, Pickett, Pickens, you make your pick, you pick, either one, Pickett could eventually take over and be solid, and if he doesn't, that means Trubisky's playing well, so I like Najee, I like Najee, people didn't like Najee's situation, people don't like Javante, didn't like Javante's situation, people still don't like Javante's situation, 
Russell Wilson's there. Let me take you back all the way to February. End of February. I love Najee Harris. Smitty. Smitty, I love Najee Harris. I know Melvin, Melvin Gordon's there. I know they've got no quarterback. But I love Najee Harris, Smitty. I'm sorry, Javante. Smitty. I love Javante. They've got no quarterback. Russell Wilson's not there yet. They've got Melvin. He's kind of in the way. He's a thorn in the side, Smitty. But I love Javante. He's number 5679. With Melvin Gordon, with no Russell Wilson. Do you remember that? If you're a Javante hater out there, think back. Did you have him 56789? With Melvin Gordon, kind of likely to return in February, March, we thought. Before he hit free agency. Before we heard, Melvin's going to go. He's hitting free agency. There he goes. Let him fly in March. Do you remember? That happened in mid-March. Mid to, yeah, mid-March. They sent him off. Early March, in February, there was a very big consensus feeling out there that Melvin was probably going to stay. Everybody loved him. Top five to nine. Melvin goes out. Expectations. We're human beings. We're such weird people. He's gone. Fly. Fly. We're sending Melvin to fly. You raise me up so I can stand on mountains. Go fly. Fly, little Melvin. Go spread your wings elsewhere. Go fly. Everybody was so excited. So excited. Then the team gets Russell Wilson. Can you say upgrade to the extreme? Russell Wilson, now you're a championship caliber team. You're not just a good offense. You could win a Super Bowl. You could win a Super Bowl. You have Russell Wilson. The the red zone opportunities, the touchdown potential, the volume, the efficiency with the better passing game, stretching the field, it's going to improve yards per carry. It's a dream come true. Now where's where's Javante? Maybe two overall. I kind of like Javante. Smitty, you're right. How many times have I heard this? You're right. Javante is my number one running back. I love Javante. Melvin Gordon comes back. And then everybody's like, now Javante with Melvin, but with Russell Wilson is ranked in the second or third round. Do you see the discrepancy here? I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. Back on point. Because somehow, oh. We got a new super chat. Jocelyn's now... The, the highest super chatter of the year in a single live stream, dropping a serious load on the screen. Everybody give a round of applause for Jocelyn. To the moon. Wait, where is it? There we go. Yeah. Wow, Jocelyn. Wow, Jocelyn. Dropping a serious wad right on the screen. That is quite a monster super chat, young man. Wow. 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 Now, I, I, where's my, my, my highest super chat of it? Do I got to exit ramp mode real quick? Hold on. I got to exit ramp mode real quick. We got we to gotta set Jocelyn up big time. First of all, can we get a round of applause for Pretty Richie? His tenure was really short because we had Michael K. CPA up there for weeks and weeks. 
And then you got Pretty Richie comes in, drops a wad. You know, I, I mean, I almost feel like putting Michael KCPA, Pretty Richie, and... This one's tough. Let's do, it's tough knocking off Pretty Richie. Let's do a little, like... Let's leave Pretty Richie up for a couple more days. Okay? So let's go ahead and drop Pretty Richie down. Michael KCPA was up for a week. So we're, we're you know, we feel, we feel good about that. But now... Now we've got a 300 spot by Jocelyn. Where's that at? I'm saying your name right, right, Jocelyn? Look at that. A 300 watt right on the screen, right in front, right on my face. Cam makers way too low on most boards. That's your opinion, Daddy Dennis. I'm not a big Cam Akers guy. I could go off on that one all day long. Let's finish this rant. Jocelyn, let's give one more round of applause for Pretty Richie and for Jocelyn. Where were we? I don't know. Let's. All I'm saying is, I hate Melvin Gordon's or uh, uh, Javante Williams situation. Let's back it up. Now we're at Brees Hall. Brees Hall territory. Brees Hall. Kenneth Walker. You have Kenneth Walker running behind a new and improved offensive line. Three picks. The first three picks for the Seahawks were Kenneth Walker and two offensive line pieces. They ran the ball well last year. They're going to run the ball well this year. Yes, I'm not a a fan of Locke. They've got Geno Smith. I'm hearing whispers that Geno's going to grab a hold of that starting job. Geno actually does okay with DK. DK does okay with Geno. I'm secretly hoping that Baker Mayfield gets released or traded to the Seahawks. And while you might say, no, 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 it's the Panthers, Smitty. It's the Panthers. Look, a deal's not getting done with the Panthers. This has been literally a stalemate for for several days, if not weeks now at this point. We don't know how long they've even been talking before it actually hit the news. Baker Mayfield, look, Baker Baker Mayfield has about, I think it's like $19 million, I, I believe, that the team will owe him that takes him on. And what it is, is the word is that the suitor, the possible suitor of the trade, in this case, the, the Carolina Panthers, maybe want the Browns to take on about 10 mil of that 19 million. You take on 10, we'll take on nine, and we'll take Baker, Baker, disappointment maker. And guess what? Baker does pretty decent in Carolina. Baker does pretty well in Seattle. Maybe he's not the best quarterback in the world, but he's most certainly an an upgrade from the two situations currently in Carolina and in Seattle. He's good for DK. What's good for DK is good for Kenneth Walker. Having a quarterback like Baker there is good for Kenneth Walker anyway because Baker's done well with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. This is fine. This is fine. This doesn't hamper the run game at all. It's a big improvement if Baker lands in Seattle. And if you think, well, Carolina's the team, Smitty. If if the Browns are willing to then change courses and say, we'll take on about 9 to 10 million, but Carolina, now that we're going to do that, we're going to walk back out this door and we're going to see who is willing to potentially maybe come back into the trade talk conversations because now we're willing to take on nine or ten million that changes the trade game now you might have seattle poking around now you might have other teams poking around it won't just be carolina if they decide to go that route i'm still hopeful that there is a potential situation where the seattle seahawks can upgrade their quarterback room 
Baker is a good opportunity that would only improve Kenny Walker's value. In terms of Brees Hall, I'm hearing over and over and over again that Brees Hall is not a league winner in round three. But Brees Hall's falling to round four. Now you have round three. I don't know if you can see this. Round one, two, three. You have Brees Hall floating around 3.1 to 3.5 for weeks, for months. Now he's falling to 4.1 to about 4.5, which is so win a league territory. I don't even, I can't contain myself. I go on a rant while I'm by myself in the studio making a post-production video with no live stream going. I go on a rant by myself. My blood pressure's up here because I'm imagining all the people out there saying, Smitty, I still don't like Brees Hall at 4.2. And I'm thinking, are you out of your mind? Because I love him at 3.1. I love Brees Hall at 3.1. I will take Brees Hall in the top of the third or mid-third. I don't have to flirt with the idea of letting him fall. If I've got a late third round pick, I might toy around with the idea if like Herbert or Josh Allen or somebody that I really want right here is sitting there, maybe even DK at the end of the third, who's a whole nother topic. People are down on DK and DK still got so much potential. I don't care what anybody else thinks about DK. Of course, I care about what they think because it will influence where I want to take him, where I want to steal DK away. But I absolutely love DK. He can survive with Geno. He can survive with the combination of Geno Lock because they will swap them out if one of them's horrible. DK will be fine. He's got the catch radius of 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 most that most wide receivers do not have. Hands on both sides of my studio. His catch radius is the size of this room. You literally could throw a ball anywhere and he will pull it in no matter where it is inside this room. His catch radius can can complement the bad qualities of a Locke or uh, a Geno Smith or whoever. DK is going to be fine. My point was, I go on tangents like crazy. My point was, Brees Hall. If I think I could get away with a late third round pick on someone else and take Brees Hall top of four, I will. But, but odds are I'm just going to take Brees Hall and try and land DK there because DK seems like he's more doubted than Brees Hall or maybe Waddle. But I love the wa- I love the, the Brees Hall and Waddle, Brees Hall and DK third and fourth round grabs in 2022. I think it's a league winning strategy. Just compartmentalizing third and fourth round strategy, Brees Hall, Waddle, Brees Hall, DK Metcalf, Brees Hall, Herbert, Brees Hall, yes, even Burrow. Those are win-a-league strategies, and we're just talking about two rounds right there. Third and fourth round. Third and fourth round. Brees Hall can win you a league in round three. I don't care if he's going 4.1. I might not want to wait and risk somebody else getting cuter than me and grabbing this kid high because your boy Smitty, I can smell a top 5-10 to 10 running back season for Brees Hall. And people saying things like, it's the Jets. The Jets don't do well. But look at the team. They've completely changed the team from one year ago. They have a defense you won't recognize. The best draft I've ever seen in the last decade or more, maybe ever, that I can remember. The best draft you could ever imagine. This team balled out in the draft. They changed about half of their team. And it's loaded. Offense. Brees Hall. You've got Elijah Moore still, potentially, arguably, the number one wide receiver there with Garrett Wilson saying, no, 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 I'm the number one wide receiver. This kid might have, in Zach Wilson, two low-end, not high-end, two low-end wide receiver ones, potentially, on his squad. 
with Brees Hall, who they, 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 they literally went after this kid, okay? They're not going after him to, to share carries with Michael Carter, who I do like as a cuff, who I do like if he was standalone in this situation without Brees Hall. I would like him. He'd seem a little bit better than a Singletary. It'd be like a little upgrade from Singletary in Buffalo. That's it. Carter's never going to be a running back one. Brees Hall could be a top five overall pick in 2023. Are you out of your... Are you out of your minds? In Dynasty, when people dog on Brees Hall at the end of round one, I scratch my head. I scratch my head in confusion. When people dog on Brees Hall at the end of round three, let alone top of four, I scratch my head. Brees Hall will win leagues from three to fourth round value. And where you want to take him in there, I'm fine with any of it. You want to take him at 3.1 at the turn, I'm fine with it. Smitty approved. Don't worry. You just Don't worry what the haters say. Don't concern yourself with that. He has so much wiggle room to outplay 3.1 value. If you're stuck at 25 overall and you can't make any moves, I recommend trading down to take Hall. Move up at another spot. I'm not an idiot. I'm going to remind you of that. But if you can't trade, if there's no opportunity, if people in your league don't trade, I'm okay with 3.1. You're not going to hear me telling you to take a lap. Brees Hall can win from this. He has so much wiggle room to climb up into the bottom of round one. Value-wise, in 2022, it makes me excited. I can't even explain it. Kenneth Walker is going in round six, seven, eight, nine. I don't even know where to tell you to take Kenneth Walker anymore. I don't know. I know myself. And I don't let Kenny Walker fall past round six ever. I can't do it. I'm incapable of doing it. Call me an impatient man. Maybe it's ADD. Maybe it's a whole lot of different things uh, at play here. It's definitely some ADD. But I'm telling you right now, I can't contain myself when when I'm sitting there staring at Kenneth Walker in round six. And I don't really care about round seven and round six. I don't even care about eight and six. There's a certain point where you get to a Uh, A place in the draft where a 6th and 7th rounder, when you're reaching, is not that big of a deal if you're landing your guy. 8th round, I'd love to have Kenny Walker in the 8th round. And the truth is, the truth is, your pre-rank list determines what you're going to do. No one can tell you where to take Kenneth Walker. If Kenneth Walker is the 5th ranked running back on your pre-rank list, and you're going to pass on him, and you're going, you're going to get, you're you're drafting 24 picks later, he's not going to fall. If he's like the 15th running back, running back, or even the 20th overall player on the pre-rank list, you might be able to to squeeze out one more round. But you have to look at your pre-rank list. Maybe I won't take him at 6.1 if he's literally the 20th ranked player from that spot. I might have a little wiggle room to go ahead and wait until my next pick. I might not. You got to feel out your pre-rank list. Kenny Walker... Wins you a league from anywhere from the 6th round on. Brees Hall wins you a league anywhere from 3.1 on. Brees Hall is Najee Harris 2021. 
You can laugh at me all you want. You can cite, oh, the Steelers were a much different situation. Oh, the best one is Smitty. You're talking about Benny Snell. You're talking about Benny Snell. He was the only one behind him, Smitty. Come on, Smitty, be honest with your followers. Smitty, be honest right now with your followers. Just be on, do it. Be honest with them, Smitty. Be honest with my followers. I'll be. I'll tell you what, Bob. I'll be honest with my followers. I'd pay a lot higher than 3.1, baby. But I'm not going to because I don't need to. 3.1, he can win you a league. That is it. That is all I have for you today. Let's hit the voice messages, baby. Let's go. It's voicemail time. Drop a voicemail at the Fantasy Football Show on the gram. Tell your grandma. Time for the voicemails. Let's roll. No, he's not. Welcome to the show, Bob. That one was for you. All right. Tariq. Hey, Smitty. Happy Monday to you and everyone in the chat. Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. My question is... Do you know when you're going to drop a, a live or a premiere on an auction drive? Thanks, Bob. Uh, live premiere on an auction. Probably not a live uh, premiere, maybe. Yeah, premiere. Live premiere. I'm sorry, live premiere. So I think, we, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I think we'll drop a live premiere. Let me let me try and, Tariq, send me a, a, a text message on the text line if you don't see one by Saturday night. I will try and do one by then, okay? Just keep keep pushing me. Hey, Smitty, it's Trick again. What's your thoughts on the report I read earlier today regarding Brees Hall? In camp, he's looking like the Batman to Michael Carter's Robin. Is this certainly Brees Hall to the moon? Thanks, pal. Yeah, I... So, I giving you a moonshot in front of Brees Hall? Yeah. To the moon. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I covered that. I definitely covered that question. For sure. Silver. Hey, Smitty, Silver. Hey, uh, Jim Flatley and Kenny both left a couple messages right above your post up there for today's voicemail group. Nice. They just didn't wait for the drop on there in too big of a hurry. Okay. They were too big of a hurry. Let's go. Uh, by the way, Silver, we got your adios here in the, uh, in the chat. If, if anybody ever leaves. Until next time, Bubba. Catch you later, Bubba. There you go. Thanks, Someone I was super high on Dude, after bro. the 2020 season was Chase Claypool. And after the 2021 season, I went and looked, and he basically had the exact same targets, catches, and yards as he did in 2020, except he had nine touchdowns in 2020 and only two in 2021. Uh, let me let me pause this real quick. Just just again, just again, Jocelyn. I, 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 don't, I don't know what to say, Jocelyn, other than to give you another mashed potato. What? Yeah. And I heard we had another super chat up above. Hold on, hold on. Before I get too excited, before I get too excited and, and, and finish the, the voice message, someone said we got another super chat up here. Eric, 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 you still here, buddy? Anytime we have a super chat of $10 or more, we drop we drop it like it's, it's hot here in the Fantasy Football Show. So... Uh, appreciate uh, both Eric and Jocelyn dropping the, the above $10. Jocelyn, you did good, buddy. You did good, Jocelyn. Appreciate you. All right. Appreciate you, Silver. Thanks for letting us know on that. Okay. Am I saying your name? I'm saying your name right, right? I just want to make sure I'm pronouncing everything properly. Okay. 
Kenny. No, Jim. Who had the exact same targets, catches, and yards as he did in 2020, except he had nine touchdowns in 2020 and only two in 2021. What's your outlook for Chase Claypool this year, both in redraft and in dynasty? And where do you think we should draft him if we're going to take him? Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a bold take right here. This one's gonna be uh, quite a a doozy. Okay, I think Claypool outscores Deontay Johnson in 2022, and that's gonna make a lot of Deontay. There's so many Deontay Johnson truthers out there, and the, the truth is this: this guy was glued to Ben Roethlisberger's peppering of targets arm. In, in, in process that, that is now gone and, and not there anymore. You have new rapport. You have new everything. And Deontay lives off of those peppered targets. So it's, it's I get I get everybody is going to say no on that. Majority of people are going to say no. Claypool is the alpha. Claypool fits the bill as the alpha role there. Claypool is going to absolutely be, and I'm not saying draft Claypool over Deontay. I'm not saying that. I'm saying pass on Deontay. Let everybody grab Deontay in round four over and over and over again. Sit back and maybe contemplate depending on where Claypool falls. I don't love I don't love, love, love Claypool. I just like Claypool later better than I like Deontay in round four. I see Deontay going round three sometimes, and it's ridiculous. We don't know what's gonna be in store for that offense or who Trubisky or Pickett's gonna build rapport with. I wouldn't even be shocked if Pickens outscores Deontay. Pickens could be the number one wide receiver there in Pittsburgh. I'd probably rank him at the end of the year. I'd say Claypool is the best shot. If he can't stay healthy, then it's going to be Pickens, not Deontay. I like Pickens a lot. I think Pickens could be the number one there. Pickens could be the one there. Claypool could be the, the one there. Deontay could be the one there. I'm not saying it's not possible. But these are three wide receivers. Three wide receivers. That that all could potentially vie for that top spot. And, and no quarterback that's capable of delivering that amount. And it looks like we got a new member. Cameron, welcome. Cameron to the, the YouTube exclusive membership. Um, you also get a mashed potato standing ovation, young man. Because anytime anybody joins the good old... YouTube membership, uh, which you can find right here. We have two different levels. And basically, you click that blue join button if you're on desktop. You can join on mobile, I believe, now too. They fixed that. And there's the $1.99, the $1.99. Cam, appreciate you joining, pal. And that allows you different emojis. It also gives you access to the subscriber-only chat during the year when we get so packed and I can't get to every question. We'll turn on subscriber mode, not for the whole show, but for like a 20, 30-minute dedicated segment to all my people out there that are that are, that are are YouTube-exclusive members. There's also a 9.99 plan that allows you access to two Zoom calls every single Sunday where we all jump on Zoom Halftime of the morning games through the entire halftime for 45 minutes we stay on there. 45 minutes we stay on there on that 999 plan. And we, we go over all the players that, that we need to worry about walking into the, the second games. We go through you know the guys that are looking good in the morning games so far. And then we do another Zoom call at halftime of the Sunday night game talking about all of the players to pick up, uh, drop, all that stuff. So uh, get ready for, for that. 
Um, appreciate you. And here's your mashed potato, baby. Yeah. Send a good workout in these days. A good workout these days. I don't know where we were. Also, Smitty, side note, I sent you a trade offer in our voicemail league. So when you got a free second, can you check that out and let me know what you think? Thanks. Uh, You know, let's go to that right now. Uh, The voicemail league, people in the voicemail group, I told you there's a benefit to getting in that. We did a league. We did a league. We did a little dynasty league called the voicemail league. Uh, and I got a trade. Let's read it out loud. I hope I don't embarrass uh, embarrass either one of us on this. Let's see here. Uh, incoming trade. Receive. Receive Kyron Williams. And I got to give you Ty Davis Price. Not with the broken foot. As much as I like Kyron Williams, I like Ty Davis Price more. So that's a that's a no. Reject. I appreciate you though, buddy boy. Um, join button still not on mobile. It's weird. There might be a link somewhere. I'm not sure. It might urge you when we lock down to subscriber mode. Maybe then it's available. I don't know. I guess we could always try out subscriber mode real quick just to see what it would look like because we actually haven't done it yet. Um, let's see what it looks like. And again, we're not going to do this all the time. I don't want people to think I don't want regular comments on here that are not on that membership. But there is a benefit to to being a community here coming together i set it at a dollar 99 um other shows have it at that at that level anyway like that's that's a real normal level for that and let's see if we can do subscriber mode where is this at subscriber mode i'm just going to turn it on real quick to try it um hold comment let's see where is this option I don't know. I'll have to mess around with it later. Huh. Yeah, we'll have to check it out later. But anyway. Um, where were we at? Voicemails. Keep me on track. Keep me on track. Also, Smitty, side note. I sent you a trade offer. Oh. In our voice- Kenny. Kenny. I know it'd be a lot nicer to know about his contract situation before a draft, but here we are in the middle of one. Hey, Smitty, we're talking about my Steelers. Uh, What are we doing with Deontay Johnson? Is he a buyer for you or are you avoiding? I know it'd be a lot nicer to know about his contract situation before a draft. So I think we covered that already. You guys are asking a lot of similar questions. It's funny. It's good. Hey, Smitty Silver. Hey, uh, Jim Flatley. Hey, Smitty, let them know about that uh, open spot you was talking about in the cup league, that uh, guy that's been auto-drafting. Yeah. Somebody probably want to hop in. We may have one more open cup spot. Uh, DM me on Instagram if you're interested. Kyle. Hey, Smitty, what are your after seventh round sleepers for wide receivers? Uh, seventh round sleepers for wide receivers. Let's put the topic on screen. Um, sleeper wide receivers after round seven. Let's go ahead and put that topic here. Okay, um, let me pull up some rankings and kind of look at, at some ADP data and try and give you an idea of what I think. So, or let, let's look at some consensus like data across the industry. Um,
looking at some data here, I would say seventh round, we're talking about potentially <sighs> Amon Ross St. Brown looks like he's falling to that range, seven round range. Probably the best looking wide receiver is Amon Ross St. Brown at that seven round range. Um, one second for me. Hold, hold that thought. All right, sorry. That's when you need. That's when I need an assistant to come in and just sign for packages. We got a lot of Amazon deliveries. We've been we've been doing the studio up. We've been fixing things up. We've got a lot of different things going on in here. I got packages galore. I got signage that I'm swapping out. We had a logo change, um, as you guys can see right here. Little little minor logo change. So we're kind of tweaking some things. I got. All kinds of deliveries. Where were we? Where were we? Rock out. What are your after seventh round sleepers for wide receivers? Okay, so that's where we're at. Seventh round sleepers for wide receivers. So St. Brown sticks out like a sore thumb. Dalton Schultz, too, is in there. He's a tight end, but I'm just letting you know. Robin Ross, St. Brown sticking out like a sore thumb. Kenneth Walker's there. I know he's not a wide receiver, but good God. I just, you know, had to mention that. Iuke's right around that area, probably later than seventh round right now. Ayuk looks fantastic. Um, past that, I mean, you start seeing like Claypool at like the hundreds. That's what I was talking about. I think Claypool is really good there in the, in the hundred range. Um, Elijah Moore sometimes falls. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes Elijah Moore goes all the way up in like the 60 overall to 70 range. Sometimes he falls to 80. It just depends. So Elijah Moore, if he's there, probably won't be. Then Devontae Smith, maybe a little like, you know, he's down below St. Brown. Hopkins, maybe. I mean, you could toy around with that idea. Hopkins, I don't think Hollywood's going to fall. Um, I'm not loving Juju. I'm not really loving Tyler Lockett right now. Um, I don't really love Burks uh, in, in the progression. He's, you know, I, I think he's just a little bit behind and you got... The whole potential asthma. You just don't know what's going on with Burks right now. Quarterback situation could be a mess. They could change quarterbacks midseason. Uh, Christian Kirk, I'm not super excited about. Garrett Wilson, I kind of like in the hundreds. He's in the hundred range. Um, Pat Fryer moves to 112 for a tight end. That's great. It's fantastic. Alexander Madison, 120. That's that's fantastic. Um, Henderson, Daryl Henderson at 125 is pretty good. Um, Tunyon at 128. I like Tunyon. A lot of you like Tunyon. I like Tunyon too. Sky Moore at 130. Watson around that that area too. Landry in the 150s. That's not bad. I mean, just as a, as a dart throw at the end of your draft. Tim Patrick at 155. I mean, I'm going deeper and deeper, and they're a little less attractive as you go. But I, I think those are some of the, the, the best names I could throw at you. Um, 
Voicemail group two. What's up, Smitty? Uh, do you think that this is Tony Pollard's year to take over the backfield in Dallas, or do you think uh, Zeke is just going to keep running through these like minor injuries and playing like trash? I'm sorry to get also, to this question uh, yet. If this isn't the year Tony Pollard takes over, do you think Zeke is gone next year in 2023? Um, I think that there's a real good shot Zeke is gone, yeah. Um, Zeke Elliott has the potential to bust on anybody drafting him too high. He's also got the potential of being a little bit of a value grab for people that are grabbing him at a reasonable value. It's tough to say exactly where that's going to be in your particular draft. Everybody's draft is going to be different. I have a lot of people that come at me and say he's a third and second rounder. (laughs) And and then I laugh. (laughs) Smitty, this is Zeke Elliott. He's healthy. He's back to form. As if they don't understand the, the concept of mileage. In, the, in that Zeke Elliott's approaching 1,700 total carries to his name in the NFL. 1,700 total carries is absolute crazy. That's craziness. To expect a running back who looks like they definitely are slowing. They're suffering injuries, having trouble staying healthy. Uh, appreciate Kenny. Guys, I'm going to start shouting out people that are YouTube exclusive members anytime I see you. As a way of saying thank you, and so you gain some value from this, this you know, this these memberships that I have on the YouTube channel. Again, just click the join button. Uh, Cameron, in here, Cameron, a new member of the YouTube exclusive group. Kenny Powers in the house. Kenny, get burrowed. Hovi, get burrowed. Macho Taco, get burrowed. Um. Kenny P is new. Actually, Kenny P is brand new to the YouTube exclusive group. So you get a mashed potato standing ovation, good buddy. Congratulations. Appreciate you, Kenny. Welcome to the YouTube exclusive group, my man. Terry! Join the YouTube exclusive group. What a guy. What a guy. This guy, Terry, what a guy. He does everything. He does everything. This guy supports everything. If I told this guy, Terry, I was retiring tomorrow, he'd support it. Terry supports everything I do. He's such an amazing dude. Terry, you're... You're Smitty approved, Terry. I could literally be like, Terry, I'm hanging it up tomorrow. He'd be like, I support you. (laughs) <laughs> love Terry uh, and uh, uh, Fallon are you still here I hope you're still here good buddy I, I'm sorry I, I haven't responded to this yet Ricky Ricky is a part of the YouTube membership he's in the house as well Cameron's here Cameron appreciate you joining up Ricky appreciate you or did no maybe Ricky's not a part of it but Ricky I still appreciate you anyway Ricky thank you all for for jumping in here Fallon are you still here What's the story with Chris Carson, Zach Moss, and wide receiver two Browns? Um, Carson's got the neck issue. Like, if I showed you, I think I have it here. Let me just show you a graphic that's going to make you never ask me a question about Carson again. No no offense to Carson. I wish him health. This is not, like, uh, belittling the situation. But I just want you guys to see and understand what Carson's dealing with. Uh, Chris Carson, I believe this is actually his x-ray. I'm not positive, but this is Chris Carson 
Okay, there there's screws in like a plate in his neck and spine. And I wouldn't I, I wouldn't play on that. I don't think he should be playing on that. And I most certainly am not going near that at, at an older career. Now, you could say, well, Justin Ross, Mitty. Justin Ross had, you know, a neck fusion situation, a spine. And uh, you, you like him. It's different, though. And he's younger and he's being cleared. Whereas this is like a player that's taken a beating for a long time now. It's time to let go of, of the, uh, the idea that Chris Carson can, can contribute or compete at all with either Penny or Kenny Walker. It's not going to happen. Um, as for Zach Moss, I think, you know, Singletary and Zach Moss, you know, I go back and forth on, on you know, Singletary's got the edge, clearly has the edge. This dude is literally the, 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 the clear cut coming out of last year, scoring, I believe, like, it was like eight touchdowns or seven touchdowns in the last six games. He was absolutely phenomenal. Had a couple big monster rushing games as well. They leaned on him. Singletary's got the edge. Could Moss wiggle his way back into solid production and opportunity? Certainly could. But I'm going to say it's on Singletary. And then you got Cook. So for me, discard Moss. Moss is no longer a factor. I don't draft him. I don't draft him in even very deep, deep leagues. And even in medium-sized dynasty leagues, if he's sitting on waivers, I'm looking at other players. Cook is now there. Singletary is also commanding the work. So no no, no Zach Moss. He's, he's done. That's not a thing anymore. As far as the Browns' number two wide receiver, this question is a good question. Is Fallon still here? Fallon, are you here, buddy? I'll still answer it, but you know, because you could watch the replay. But I, I feel like he he might have jumped. Fallon, let me know if you're here. Um, as for the Brown situation, this is a messy, messy situation in Cleveland, and I'm staying clear of pretty much all Brown players if I can. And I'm going to do a video on where I draft Nick Chubb if I draft him at all. There are certain places where I do feel like Nick Chubb is a value, like a late second round. But there are definitely places I don't like Nick Chubb, like 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Not because I don't like the man or the potential that Chubb has, but because the options around him are plentiful. And they're not going away. And they're always going to be there. At 14 overall, you will never have to take Nick Chubb. There are four, five, six, seven guys that are safer. At 19, 20, you need a running back. Wide receivers are there, but you don't need a wide receiver. All things are close to equal. Then Nick Chubb becomes attractive around 18 overall if he's sitting there. But he's not good at 12, 13, 14 because this is a mess of a situation. You got a depth chart that we're looking at here where Peoples Jones is probably slated on paper as the number two, but David Bell is probably the better option. Peoples Jones has got to stay healthy. I do kind of like him. He reminds me a little bit of Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson and Peoples Jones, they're both two players that can play really well, but will they really ever hold on to the job or develop? We're not sure. Peoples Jones has got to stay healthy. I like him a lot. He looks he looks really, really shifty and quick. Um, you got uh, a bunch of other uh, players that are very, very close in value, and it's David Bell above all those guys. So David Bell's the number three but could be the number two. But with a quarterback mess, will he really have time to build rapport and develop with anybody? Because Brissett will be in there. Brissett's going to start week one. It's not Baker Mayfield. There, I know logically you and I think maybe Baker Mayfield needs to be kept and started because he knows this offense. And the Browns should apologize to him and make it right. But he's not coming back even if they wanted that. But even 
even if they want it, even if Baker wanted it, the Browns don't want it. That's why they're trying to trade Baker to the to the Panthers right now, or it could be the Seahawks. It could be another team because the Panthers are gun shy about taking on, I believe, his 19 million. But but it's hard to expect anything consistent out of this Browns offense. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stay completely clear of pretty. Maybe Kareem Hunt becomes uh, attractive. I don't know. Michael K. CPA. Smitty, Michael from accounting. I gotta know why you drafted AJ Brown with your second pick in the Cup League. Um, I don't know what happened on that because I, I pre-ranked and I didn't think AJ Brown was going to be my pick. I just, you know, I, I wanted to make sure I had enough guys queued and things might have just went a certain way. And I, I looked at him like AJ Brown. Like I remember putting him in my queue. And you know how you do that? You put a guy in your queue just like as a safeguard. When I put somebody in there that I don't think will get taken just in case everybody gets scooped up. I've got a backup player in there and I don't hate AJ Brown. But yeah, I was a little shocked that he was sitting there. But he was the best wide receiver at that point. That's why I did put him in the queue. I didn't want to be left without a wideout in this league. A very strong potential wide receiver one wideout. And he's not horrible at like that turn. And my pick technically is right around that turn. It's You could consider it like the, the one overall in a sense. I, I got, or the two overall. So the two overall is kind of where I'm drafting. And A.J. Brown was the best wide receiver at that point in my opinion. Um, some may argue, some may argue, some, there, there were a couple other wide receivers there that I think are very debatable, but I liked AJ Brown a lot at that point, um, even though he was a little bit high. I ended up taking Brees Hall later, I got Najee Harris, I really like my team. I, I got two reaches in my second and third round picks, but I love them, and, and sometimes you, you can reach and go after your guy and not worry about it, and I think Brees Hall at his reach value is not that much of a reach, got a lot of upside. If you reach for a player... Make sure there is a ton of upside still to go. If you take a guy like Fournette at 2.12, you're leaving yourself no upside really to climb um, because I don't think he's beating out all these other players. Did Fallon ever come back? I always hate when the super chatter doesn't get to hear the response, but hopefully he comes back. Eric, I appreciate you uh, dropping this earlier, by the way. I'd rather have Waddle than A.J. Brown. Yeah, but the ADPs are so different, you can get both of them. So, I, I mean, I almost kind of agree with you. I like Waddle a lot. Uh, no, I don't. I like A.J. Brown more than Waddle. But but I do like Waddle more than the average person to where I would, I would like, contemplate, like, to debate that. Um, Sandu says Fournette will beat out all these players this year, Smitty. Well, that's why we play the game, Sandu. So... Buckle up, grab Fournette, get your popcorn ready. We'll meet back here in week 17, pal. Because <laughs> Fournette, Fournette's got a history of disappointing. Brees Hall doesn't. Brees Hall's about to show you what he's about. Um, and yeah, there's some pre- predictiveness. There's a lot of faith that I'm putting in a rookie. But Brees Hall's going to outscore Leonard Fournette, Sindhu. Brees Hall's going to outscore Leonard Fournette. And I'll, I'll go so as, as far to say this, Sindhu, if you're up for the challenge, you buy a lifetime membership content level. At sleeperu.com or at thefantasyfootballshow.com. It's not sleeper you anymore, Smitty. At thefantasyfootballshow.com, you buy the $99 lifetime membership where you never pay for content again if you lose Fournette versus Brees Hall. And if I win, I'll give you the $99 lifetime content membership only, not the text line. Not You're getting the $99, never pay for content again, never pay for rankings, trade calculator, bold predictions, all free to you. Do you accept my challenge? Sandu. Brees Hall versus your Lenny. 
Bring it. Bring it. About to get that $75 package on the site. He's talking about thefantasyfootballshow.com. Um, definitely Thor Bear. I'd love to see you. I'd love to see you on the text line. Um, I've got to I've got to answer some texts um, right after the show too because I think there were a couple piling up here before I jumped on. About to get that said. Yeah, appreciate you. Um, Brees Hall over Fat Lacey says B. Did did we get Sandu to confirm? I wonder if Sandu's wanting to put uh, put his money where his mouth is on that one. And no, I don't make bets with everybody. I can't. I got too many people that come at me with that stuff. But sometimes there's there's one that, that will definitely get me get me going. Penny career, five point six yards per carry, seven point five per carry in college. If he falls to you past the second round, sing a song. If Penny falls to you past the second round, Daddy Dennis. Come on, bro. <laughs> what? You take him in the third round, Daddy Dennis? Come on. Oh, Daddy. Daddy Dennis. <laughs> Anywhere past the second round, sing a song. <laughs> Penny in the third round would be ridiculous, bro. His value is so much. He's not even a top six round guy. Like, you'd be wasting. You, like, you can't draft like that, Daddy Dennis. You'd be destroying your team. Um, take a lap for not trusting Hall. <laughs> Penny in the third round. Can you imagine how excited you'd see to <laughs> how excited you'd be to see Penny get taken ahead of you in the third round of a draft? Yeah, that that is lap material. Hey, Daddy Dennis, first of all, I want to say thank you for being on the show. I appreciate you. But You're not hearing me. I don't know a lot about fantasy football. I know everything about fantasy football. <laughs> you know. Still appreciate you, Den- Daddy Dennis. I love that you're here, and I love that you're a good sport. Like some people get all mad about it. Daddy Dennis throws an LOL out. Good sport. I like that. He's here to stay. Rashad White finished the number one rookie running back. Says Ronaldo. I'm not gonna yell. I'm not gonna argue with you on that one. I love Rashad White, but I do believe it will be Hall. Um, I do believe. Um, hey, Sandu, did you accept my challenge? I think he did. What do I get? Again, it's the same thing. You, you, if Fournette outscores, we'll do PPR scoring, standard scoring. If just standard scoring, we'll pick, we'll pick like a couple of leagues and we'll make sure they all say the same thing. I'll go through some of the, like the voicemail league we'll use. Um, we'll use the, the cup league. We'll use the, the throne league. We'll make sure that it, it's validated across at least two out of the three leagues. We'll say, um, of those three leagues, we'll look at those three leagues scoring. Um, and I don't even know the scoring off the top of my head, but Fournette, if Fournette outscores Brees Hall, I give you for free my $99 lifetime membership at the fantasy bold predictions, rankings, trade calculator. I invented the trade calculator. Uh, in 2003, bro, the first instant-based trade calculator. Um, it has tools, y- you name it. The Fantasy Football Show. I'm not sure if you have a membership yet, Sandu. Maybe you do. Maybe you do You do have it. I don't, it's hard to, hard to know everybody that's got one, but I appreciate you if you already do. But Sandu, I will give you the $99 lifetime time membership for free 
if Leonard Fournette outscores Brees Hall. If Brees Hall outscores Leonard Fournette in two of those three leagues or three of those leagues that I just mentioned, I will you buy you buy the ninety nine dollar membership. You still get it. I mean, it's a great value, but you buy it. Deal, Sandu. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Hobie says, I see Walker going four to five in actual drafts. I've done even the third. I think he's going to climb. I really think he's going to climb. Shout out to Jocelyn, says Banks. Yeah, Jocelyn's the man. Hey, Smitty, which pick we got on the throne? We got the one pick, pal. I'd rather take Swift or a wide receiver in the second over Lenny. Well, of course, Swift's going to go in probably the first round, but occasionally he falls in the second round. Uh, Jose Perez says best $75 he's ever spent was the $75 membership on the fantasyfootballshow.com. Appreciate that compliment there, Jose Perez. Uh, guys, the fantasyfootballshow.com. It's your one-stop shop. There's no draft kits. We don't have draft kits. Like, oh, my draft. My draft kit's almost ready, guys. In On July 30th, when it's too late to even use it, it'll be there. And then all the injuries will hit. And then I'll give you one update in mid-August. My draft kit's almost ready. This is a this is a 365 operation at the fantasyfootballshow.com. It's it's 365 24/7. Trade calculators, bold predictions, rankings, rankings galore, rook, super rookie rankings which incorporate the rookies and sophomores only, rookie rankings, redraft rankings, dynasty rankings, top top 200, everything you can think of at the fantasyfootballshow.com. All right, Sandu's in agreement. All right, let's do it. Let's roll. Let's roll, buddy boy. Let's roll. Swift over Lenny. I, I, I agree. Uh, yes, Sandu, we're finally on the same page with, with that. I spent 75 one time in Vegas and got slightly got a slightly better deal. Uh, Silver, we don't need to know about that. Was Deshaun Watson there? Someone hit that like button. Get us to 70. 95 of you in here. Please punch that thumbs up if you're new. Let's hit the phone lines and, and answer some phone calls. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Call into the show. Dial 602 NFL. Dial into the show. It is now. I'm activating it right now. It is active. Uh, call into the show. Drop a question on me live. Appreciate everybody that's been dropping voicemails. Um, I think, Terry, I got to yours. Maybe I didn't yet. Let's see. Terry's question. Hey, Smitty. Terry here. We just finished our startup uh, dynasty draft. My team is Dak Prescott, Travis Etienne, uh, Tony Pollard, CeeDee Lamb, um, Amon Sam Brown, Drake London. Irvin Smith Jr., uh, Isaiah Spiller, and uh, that's in my bench is a bunch of other players. I'm not going to go all there, but I just traded my 2024 first and a 2025 first to acquire Brees Hall from one of the league members. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, as long as you feel based on the other teams that you will have a late pick, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Brees Hall is arguably in next year's draft the one or the two probably would be Robinson but Robinson could get hurt you don't know what's going to happen there I love Brees Hall I think Brees Hall obviously you, you saw my rant, rant at the beginning of the show I think Brees Hall is going to drop fire 
in 2022, and I would certainly give up future um, future value like that if you felt like it was going to be late. Some people wouldn't, but I'll take I'll take Hall all day long off future value and build for the now and, and develop that. Uh, dial into the show. I, I might have had it on uh, Do Not Disturb. Try again if you called and it didn't go through. I apologize for that. Official in the building. Appreciate you being here. Official Swaggy. Appreciate you. What's up, pal? You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. What can I do for you? Hey, Smitty, man. It's me, Jocelyn. Jocelyn! Uh, the, uh, yeah, man, a top super chatter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Jocelyn who? <laughs> is it Jocelyn is, Surprise. Is it Jocelyn to the moon? To the moon. Jocelyn to the moon, yeah. What's up, Jocelyn? What's up, I pre- First of all, let me just say I, pre- I appreciate your support. You've been a supporter for a long time. This isn't the first time you've supported me. So I appreciate you dropping that 300 super chat. Would you like your name changed to anything special? You, would you like surprise up at the top corner? What do you want? Uh, you you tell me. No, I mean, no, just uh, just leave it the same. I mean, that's my first and last name. So just leave it as is. Okay. We'll leave it right there. Jocelyn, appreciate All you, right. pal. What can I do for you? Yeah, so I just wanted to know, um, do you see Gabriel Davis? and Cortland Sutton as possible top five to ten wide receivers this year? Because I think with Russell Wilson in Denver and with Josh Allen in uh, Buffalo, I really see them uh, taking taking steps forward. Um, I, I just wanted to see what what you thought about that. Um, Sutton, no. I mean, it's po- like Russell Wilson is going to turn one of those two wide receivers, or it could be Patrick, or it could be Hamler, it could be really any of them, but probably Judy. The report seems to be there with Judy. Judy's the he's in the top five in the league in route running, which we haven't been able to really see amount to anything because he hasn't had a quarterback. He's a little bit of an injury risk. We worry about drops with Judy. Sutton's a more lanky target. Um, potentially people compare him more to DK and, but I don't know that you can compare the receivers are just very different. Uh, but, but I think that, I think that I probably would lean toward Judy. I think Sutton's going to be like, he could be top 20, 25, but I don't think anywhere near top five, bro. But, but I would definitely say, uh, I would definitely say Gabe Davis has more potential to rank higher, but not, not anywhere near five to 10. Gabe Davis could be like a, a sneaky wide receiver too by the end of the year, and people will be like, "Holy crap!" Like I didn't see that coming, but it's kind of obvious that there's the potential there because he balled out at the end of the year. But I still, I still would only grab him as a wide receiver three. Like Gabe Davis, you, I don't think you can invest any higher than wide receiver three value and just hope that you're right that something special about him and it translates and you know over from last year. But you can't take either of these guys anywhere outside of like Gabe Davis, high end wide receiver receiver three value Sutton. I would say high end wide receiver three, maybe low end wide receiver two value. But I don't like him at wide receiver two value at all. So I just kind of let everybody else take Sutton too early, and I just grab other players like St. Brown. Like I'd rather St. Brown than Sutton right now. That could change. Maybe Sutton balls out in the preseason. And you have people coming at my neck saying, "Oh, Minnie, you can't, you can't change your mind." If I, I mean, I might, I might. Maybe Sutton looks good. 
we like Judy because he's got rapport. He's been working with Wilson. I know Sutton's been working with him too, but we've seen Judy, and and I feel like Judy's just got that that connection right now. If it changes, we can definitely address it. I'm open minded to the idea of Sutton becoming a very good wide receiver too, if Wilson locks onto him. Um, so it all depends on Judy. If Judy falls off, gets hurt, busts, drops the ball constantly. Uh, whatever, and Sutton's the number one there, then Sutton's going to have an opportunity right in front of him that he's going to be able to take a hold of. Okay. All right. All right. Well, man, I just wanted to let you know, man, I'm a big fan of the show. Um, I uh, I normally listen to the show late night like when I'm driving home from work, man. So just uh, keep up the good work, all right? Well, on that note, on that note, we're going to put you on the graveyard. Graveyard right. crew. <laughs> Yeah, I see it. I see it. I see it. So I'll, I'll throw I'll throw you on that graveyard crew wall. Um, I think my mic was mic was muted when I was on that, but um, yeah, appreciate you. Any other questions before you go? Um, no, man. No, man. That's it, man. I just wanted to uh, ask those questions and uh, keep up and uh, keep up the good work, bro. Okay. Um, uh, Joel Joel is saying here, uh, Jocelyn, I took care of Smitty last year. Wife clamped down hard on my YouTube spending. Ha ha. And then he said, hold on. Uh, couldn't convince her of the value. LOL. We might have to, inter- we might have to interview her, Jocelyn, and figure out a way to convince her that, that this, this channel is worth it. But um, appreciate you, man. Of course. All right, man. Take care. All right. Dial in if you guys got another. Anybody else has another question? Jocelyn. Jocelyn dropping fire today. Just drop a fire with that monster super chat. Eric, appreciate you again. Uh, Joel, we might have to interview this 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 wonderful person that's clamping down on the finances to make sure that the family is okay. She's doing a good thing. Okay. We just gotta make sure. I mean, the 199 YouTube membership, we might be able to might be able to finagle that one. May, maybe we throw in some some of the Zoom call action, even though that's for the nine ninety nine group. Maybe we just tell her, look, we're gonna give we're gonna give this guy a value. We're gonna give him a value. Uh, Kenny sent a voicemail. Asher, who's gonna score more points, Tyreek Hill or Debo Samuel? Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Call into the show, down 602 NFL. Um, Asher. Who's going to score more points, Tyreek Hill or Debo Samuel? Um, let's put this up on screen. Debo or Hill? What do you guys think on this one, Debo or Hill? I'm going to say Debo. I feel like Tyreek Hill is going to be li- like Trey Lance is not limited. I, I if you think that that's fine. I don't. Um, Tyreek Hill is playing with a quarterback that I don't believe has the ability. So we got a lot of Debo votes. The ability. The only thing that makes me think Ty- Tyreek Hill is going to get enough work is that McDaniel is going to run him on the ground a lot, get him about four or five rushing touchdowns. Then, then all of a sudden, 
you know, we've got a we've got a situation on our hands. So, um, I don't know. I I, I guess I go back and forth. We got a lot of Debo votes. Debo, Debo, Hill for silver, and I don't I don't I don't blame you guys for saying Hill. Carson says Hill. Both have QB issues. I don't agree with that, Robert, but I understand if you think that way, why you would then doubt Debo. I get it. Not everybody's going to like uh, Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance could drop a top five to ten. Top five to seven wide receiver or quarterback season on everybody. Fantasy football and NFL. Uh, Trey Lance Trey Lance could be MVP. There could be whispers of MVP talk. Not saying he'll win it. I'm not saying he'll be a finalist. I'm saying the, there will be whispers. You know, like sometimes there are about players that play a lot better than they than people expected. There will be whispers about Trey Lance and MVP talks. Um, and if you think that's crazy, then you can ask yourself why Vegas is actually tossing out a pretty big um, odds for him. That, that's a little unexpected. In Vegas, you'll see Trey Lance showing up uh, alongside the quarterbacks that are are heavily favored to be NFL MVP in 2022. So it's not like I'm that crazy by saying that. And not to mention, you know, you say it about Herbert, you say it about. Mahomes going into his rookie year or his sophomore year when nobody knew what he was going to do. Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott. I heard, I hear it over and over. Whenever I say something bold about a quarterback that's rising up that has yet to prove it, people get upset because the the players that haven't yet proven it yet, um, and when you predict big things for them, it makes people uncomfortable. People are not comfortable about that. The Tua goggles. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, people that think that. Uh, Tyreek Hill, these are the Tua goggles, is going to just get force-fed. You know, he can run, but when you got your Tua goggles on, Tyreek Hill and Waddle are eating left and right. You know, these guys are going to have both have 1,400 yards and 15 touchdowns when you're wearing Tua goggles. Everything looks great when you're wearing Tua goggles, which we might manufacture and create for all of you. Maybe I send these puppies to anybody that has uh, you know a lifetime membership on the fantasy football show. I don't know. We'll come up with something. I'll make I'll make some real professional ones. Uh, but when you wear Tua goggles, everything looks glorious. Tyreek Hill's gonna eat. Waddle's gonna eat. Tua's a league winner when you're wearing them goggles, bro. <laughs> you can't see where the the rocket ship is going, but you think it's going to the moon. <laughs> Tyreek is out of his mind comparing Mahomes and Tua on any level. It's it's ridiculous. Like it it when someone says something that ridiculous, it makes you not believe anything they're going to really say the rest of the year. You know, like if Tyreek Hill, let's say, has a hamstring injury, I'm not going to believe a word that comes out of his mouth because he just said that that Tua is a more accurate quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> you know, like why am I ever going to believe? Tyreek Hill ever again when he's telling us something, when he's talking to the press. Uh, Smash the like button, boys, says Terry. Anybody else going to call in to the show? Call into the show. Dial 602 NFL. Kenny. Hey, Smitty, in honor of getting the number one pick in the Throne League, is there any debate at all between the 1 and 12 spot, which I think are the two most desirable positions? Uh, One, you're getting two top 13 players, but 
I still think having three top 25 players and the number one player edges it out, but it's slight. Yeah, so I I should have led the show with this. We got the number one pick at the Fantasy Football Throne, which is a league where I created um, where we all draft... Um, falling off there we all dra- we all draft there's 12 experts involved i've corralled in 11 of the the most exciting instagram pages that i felt were a good fit for this league and i, I created this league on instagram where the followers draft a team for their experts so there's 12 experts your boy smitty's one of them i created the league and when we're on the clock or when team two is on the clock or team three they go to their following and they say who are we drafting and they vote on it and, and we did a mock draft last night. We did mock drafts last night. We did about 15 mock drafts straight. Three hours straight of mock drafting last night. If you missed it, you can rewatch it. But three straight hours of mock drafting. The draft starts at on Wednesday at noon Eastern, which means I'm going to go live. That's nine uh, noon Eastern. Yeah, nine my time, noon Eastern. I will go live, and we're going to select our first overall pick. We got the one pick. We're obviously taking JT. Um... The question that was asked by Kenny was, do we trade that pick? You can't trade draft picks. Like, you can't trade, like, the one pick for, like, a second and a third. You can only swap entire draft orders because we don't want to mess on our hands with such a big league. We got the one pick out of the hat. My thinking is we don't trade it. Very rarely do you get the one pick. I think we need to keep it. We get JT. As uh, as Kenny said, you get the first player in the third round. So you literally have... The, the t- your top three players are higher ranked than everybody else, and you've got the number one overall player. The question is, though, we've mock draft from the 12 spot, and the 12 spot, I like some of the teams better from the 12 spot, but that's in our mock draft world and in microcosm where you guys are all sniping me, I'm sniping you. It's like a worst-case scenario. When we mock draft, we're going to see a much better draft board in our real drafts. And I know that sounds arrogant to say we're that good at drafting, but some of it's not just that good at drafting is that we're like-minded and we're drafting the players that we like. Whether it's good or not, we'll find out at the end of the year, but we're all like-minded and we all see value in some of these players. So it's PPR, yeah. So we have the one pick. I think we probably, uh, I think we probably draft JT. I mean, we don't. I know we draft JT, but we we don't trade the pick. But it's it's tempting, and it's up to you. It's not up to me. You guys draft the team for me. I can only try and influence and coach you guys the best I can. Um, like last night, I was trying to convince everybody not to to want to draft four net. Or I'm sorry, uh, definitely don't want to draft four net in the third round at the three point one. But everybody in the chat was kind of torn, but more in the direction of taking Barkley at three point one, and I don't like Barkley at three point one. I like Barkley at 3.5678, like in that range. I don't like him at 3.1. It's not that he can't do well. It's not that he can't do well. It's not that he can't prove everyone wrong. It's just we're looking at J.K. Dobbins. No news is bad news. With Barkley, we need to see him on the field. We need to feel like he can get back to that form before I think we start giving him top 25 overall value, which he's capable of earning if he's healthy in the old Barkley. We just don't know. We just don't know. Uh, Meet the Woo, appreciate that. Appreciate you. So I guess real quickly, let's take the temperature of of all of you. We've got, I think, 183 to 100 people in here. Hit the thumbs up if you're new. Do we trade the one draft slot entirely? You can't do 
pieces of it, the whole draft order. Do you trade the one spot for the 12 if that owner wanted to trade? Which I don't know if they want to. They like the 12 spot. 12 spot's great. I, I think we're going to get a no vote, but I'd love to hear what you think. Do we take the one pick like we've got right now and, and hold it tight, draft JT and move on? Or do we trade it for the 12 pick if they're willing? I say we keep the one pick. Um, the 12 pick is definitely the best 12 pick I've ever seen ever before in fantasy football. But it really just brings it up to an equal potential level with the one pick. The one pick is still the one pick. The one pick is still, you have such an advantage having that third player at the very top. I say no, but I bring everything to you guys. I bring everything to you guys. I don't want to cheat you out of an opportunity to trade if you want to trade. It looks like we're at consensus. No one wants to trade the one pick. We shouldn't. We shouldn't. No. I like the 12 I like the 12 pick, but you know, we're going with JT. And, and is there anybody that objects to JT? We'll do a vote tomorrow on the live stream noon Eastern. We'll announce that we're on the clock. We'll make the pick live. Uh, is anybody trying to argue Henry or McCaffrey or Najee? Um, I know Kenny's going to argue Najee, but anybody feel like they want someone different? I say, I say no way. I say it's JT. You only get the opportunity to draft JT in so many leagues. Let's take advantage of it as a group. Let's get JT on this roster. That's my that's my vote. But I I, I don't I, I don't have you guys are the ones that make the call. I'm about 99.999% certain you guys are going to, the majority of you to the degree of like 95% are going to vote JT. Uh, But I have to ask the question. I want to go through the process fairly. You guys make the selection. I don't. I can only tell you what I would do and what I want us to do. Um, JT, JT, have to go JT, JT. Don't be dumb. Who's being dumb, Swaggy? Who's being dumb? I know you're not saying that to me. Um, Bongo, JT. I will trade down to take Chase, says Ricky. I don't blame you. Like, Swift and Javante at 12 and 13 are phenomenal. Like, I, I like I like the idea. It's just, I think we take JT. We got we got JT. Let's do it. Let's not, let's not mess around. JT easy, says Brian. Thank you for not asking for Fortnite at 1.1, Brian. I appreciate you. What's up, man? Outside of Hall and Walker, do you see any rookie backs that will be an immediate impact? I think not immediate in in uh, in terms. Uh, I mean, Cook could. No, I think Rashad White eventually takes over the job. So I love Rashad White. Uh, where was that question? Real draft happens is another guys are more honest with with themselves instead of saying getting cute and grabbing certain guys. Yeah, I think we'll have a much easier time. Official says I'm speaking facts. You're speaking facts, official. Appreciate you. Uh, where was that? Smitty, if you were, if you trade the number one spot, you are asking to lose the throne league out of the gate, in my opinion. I'm not asking to trade the, the one picks. Swaggy. Where were we? I think we're on the phone line, right? We are doing the phone lines? Yeah. Swaggy, I'm not asking you to. What are you saying? Yeah, I'm posing the question because it's your guys' league, Swaggy. Even I'm JT. 
and you love you some Najee. Had a boy. Had a boy. Jeff says JT. Brian says Fournette on the turn. No, 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 no. No Fournette on the turn, pal. Not a 3.1. Not a 3.1. No doubt, says official Smitty. I'm just saying. You're not saying you're saying Smitty. If you're try, if you're if you trade the pick, I'm not trading the pick. And you're saying don't be dumb. I'm not doing it. I don't want to do it. I'm just I'm posing the question. Someone talk to us about it that has a 12 pick, and I bring it to you. It's not me. It's not up to me. Have you talked about CD Lamb hamstring injury? Not yet, Jeb. Um. Well, just have to monitor. Things are so early, bro. We don't know what's r- really a big deal and what's not at this stage. You know, Kenny Walker and Penny are both sitting out, you know, here and there. So it's fine. Just got to wait. We got to wait. We have no information on how bad anything is. Join the IG, Twitter, and Discord to fully participate. Thank you, Kenny. Appreciate you. Discord active. Brian, why don't you click on that link and see if the 1,100 people we have in the Discord is an active one. Go to thefantasyfootballshow.com and click that Discord button. Smitty, draft on Yahoo and NFL Fantasy. Smitty, I draft on Yahoo and NFL Fantasy. Okay. How do you like it? (laughs) I know a lot of people are upset at my fantasy league, but there's no way to do a 96-team league with eight copies of every player anywhere else. They're the only platform that supports it. Swaggy says CD will be fine. Now we're talking the same language again. Swaggy. CD was dropping to the late second, early third today. Meet the Woo said, man, if we get CD Lamb at, at the 24 pick in the throne, I'd be so ecstatic. I'd be so ecstatic. I'd be so thrilled. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna shut the phone line off. Appreciate everybody that called in. And uh, Sandu, I gotta remember this this bet we I made with Sandu. Fournette, Sandu, it's Fournette versus Brees Hall. Let's go. Let's grow. Let's go. Terry says crazy that CD Lamb is sliding. I agree. It's great news though. CD to the moon. To the moon. Hoovy, Kenny P. Appreciate you guys. Jocelyn's still in the chat. Kenny P. Smitty take. Uh, let's see here. What's 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 Kenny saying here? Smitty take takes pics from YouTube. Uh, I think you mean clips from YouTube, Twitter, Discord, and IG. And some picks are exclusive to different platforms. So, oh, oh no, you mean when we're doing the draft order? Okay, I thought you were talking about clips of the video show. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we'll kind of jump around. We'll mainly stay on YouTube, Instagram, and Discord. I don't know if we'll, we'll do too much polling on Twitter, but I appreciate you funneling people to my Twitter. Uh, Terry Roberts with the emojis. Uh, official with the emojis. What's up? Kenny P, exclusive member. Um, Kenny, thank you again. For the super chat, appreciate you, uh, Kenny P. Hoovy. Let's 
sorry if I'm not getting to all the questions. We're starting to get a little bit busier, as you can imagine. When I'm ranting, I will miss more questions than normal now. And as we get busier and busier, once we have, you know, I imagine during the year, during the, the 7 p.m. Eastern show here that we do Monday through Friday. If you're new, we're Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. And that's just the minimum amount of shows I do. I go live anytime there's breaking news or an emergency of any kind. Injury, big injury, I go live. Big signing, I go live. Big trade, I go live. Big news at all, I go live. That's additional. That's uh, that's additional stuff right there. But um, well, I imagine during the 7 p.m. show, we're going to get into the... we got to get into the 150 to 300 people viewing per show. Like at one time. Like during one time, we'll have that many eyeballs at one moment at the busiest time, the peak of the show. Because it's the off-season still. Like July is when it really starts getting ramped up. And we already have like... We, we breach 100 in here. Um, punch that thumbs up button, says Kenny. Can Christian Watson make a wide receiver two, three fantasy impact? Yeah, he could be a wide receiver three. I don't know if I'd expect more than that. Terry says 82 in here. Hit that thumbs up. CeeDee Lamb dropping. Um, sorry, CeeDee Lamb not dropping in Texas. In Texas? Oh, you just mean because of homers? Yeah, I mean, sure. CeeDee Lamb will probably go, on average, I'd say like at five in <laughs> Texas. Will Smith, that like button. Wipe your feet at the door. Yeah, Dallas definitely influences Homer homerism. Like Kyler goes pretty high in Arizona. Hopkins, people th- still think is the top five wide receiver this year, even though he's out for six games. Uh, we did our startup draft two days ago. 1.7 went CD. Not worried about the hammy. Yeah, I think in general, get lambed. In general, I don't think anybody's letting him go, bro. Thanks again, Eric. Squill. Smitty, 0.5, one keeper, redraft. I got Jamar Chase in a six in the sixth last year and Javante in the fifth. Really like Javante, but Chase all day and twice on Sunday, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, first of all, like think about it from this perspective. Like as much as I like a guy, you can't you can't draft a guy you like ahead of a guy who you're taking. Like you're taking Jamar Chase at two, three, or four or five overall. You're taking Javante, even though I like him enough to take him five. You can't take him five. His ADP is now in in a dynasty or a startup. It's probably around 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. In a redraft, it's in the top of the second round. So Jamar Chase all day, not to mention you get better keeper value on top of that. You have a better chance of drafting Javante Williams back than you do Jamar Chase. So you can still get Jamar and Javante at least there's a shot of it if you keep Chase, who's the better value anyway, and try and draft Javante back. So I agree. Smitty, would you, are you taking Swift in the in, in the first round? Yeah, I'm taking him as high as seven overall. It depends on the flow. I'm taking the top three wide receivers ahead of him. I'm taking Najee, maybe Eckler, and definitely JT ahead of him. But then it's, it's Swift time. And he's, he's good there. He can climb into the top five running backs, so it's not like he doesn't have upside. 
at that value. Now, the, the later you get them, the better. If you think you can get them based on the pre-rank, because the pre-rank determines so much, right? If Swift's the 10th ranked guy and you're you're drafting at the end of round one, but you're going to be up in five picks or whatever, four picks, let him fall to the to the to the to the other draft slot if he's like the 10th ranked guy on the pre-rank. But if he's the number two ranked guy in the pre-rank and you're on the clock, you better take him. He's not going to fall to your second pick, even if you've got, you know, uh, if you're four picks away. If you have back-to-backs, obviously you can grab both. That's why I love the 12th pick is you can go Javante and Swift or Swift and Javante or principal if you want. And then boom, you hit those hit those DKs and waddles in round three and four and just drop drop, drop a, a, a Kenneth Walker in round six or seven and you're, you're to the moon. Absolutely. Kenny P, YouTube exclusive member, asking this question here. Hope to see some new faces on the Discord tonight. Let's talk Dynasty, boys. Great place to ask trade advice. Mooney to the moon, says Andrew. I'm not going to hit a moonshot for him because I don't give him out like candy, but I do like Mooney. I mean, Mooney should get a moon call. His name's Moon. But no, we're not going to throw him a moon call. Smitty, this Terry, DK, Debo spec is scary. They all can potentially be on new teams before week one. Uh, No, I mean, could one of them get traded? It's possible. Not Not all of them, not even two of them. Probably not even one of them because the draft's over. The draft capital that you would want to acquire would be this current draft that you just drafted in. It, it, you know, you'd have to have botched a whole signing and be like, God, I regret not trading Debo or I regret not trading McLaurin. I feel like McLaurin isn't happy in Washington, but I hear they're very close to a, an extension. But I feel like the reason we haven't seen it get done is because McLaurin's questioning whether he wants to be locked up there. He's probably wondering how much grief he can create to get a trade out of Washington. And, and you know, he doesn't want to catch footballs from Wentz. Imagine Scary Terry catching footballs from... Justin Herbert. Imagine DK, who I kind of want to stay for the sake of Kenneth Walker because I think DK can survive. And maybe Baker goes over to Seattle after all. We'll find out. But imagine DK catching footballs from from this this guy, uh, uh, Herbert. You know, just dropping fantasy goodness all over the field. Imagine, imagine, imagine. I can't, I can't imagine. Like, I'm sitting here trying to think about it and it just gets me excited. Just thinking about how how lucky we'd all be in fantasy football to see DK, um, to see. I gotta fix this graphic still on on YouTube. Uh, DK to see DK catching footballs from from Herbert would just be unreal. McLaurin, Debo, Debo, uh, you know, in in would be great. But Debo's not going anywhere. the The Niners won't trade Debo. And you have a you have a Niner avatar, so I think the most concerning player to you is Debo. Debo's the least likely to get traded of the three, because the Niners are the more stubborn team that literally aren't like. Let me tell you this, 49er. Kyle Shanahan's dropped the ball in a major way, and him and John Lynch should have already fixed this problem rather than creating negativity and a sense of uh, distrust and 
anger toward the organization that Debo now possesses, the fan base attacking Debo, now Debo not trusting the fan base, because he even said, once I sign, you're all going to be, the same people giving me death threats and talking down to me are going to, you know, be on my side. And he, he said it in a way that looked like he, didn't, he isn't going to trust the fan base. This is all on Kyle and John. This, this guy Debo put his heart and soul on the line, played running back and wide receiver, and the Niners should have thought outside the box and done something unconventional like Debo did when he said, I'll play running back. Debo played running back unconventionally. He didn't have to do that. He's, he wasn't getting paid to do that. He did it anyway because he wants to win. He wanted to help the team. The team should have said, we normally extend players in July and August. Let's think outside the box on this one. Let's go ahead and sacrifice our normal way of doing things and let's do the right thing. They didn't. They didn't. They created a problem. But but they're so stubborn, they're not even giving them the deal now. If anybody thinks they're going to trade them, it's crazy. Because they literally don't care. They don't care. They're, they're stubborn. And, and people are really... Uh, you know, vicious with Debo, and all Debo's wanting to do is get an extension, which is very common in the NFL, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's commonplace. It's a standard of practice at the NFL level. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing selfish about it. I don't care if he did it a little bit differently than you wanted. Big deal, people. Big deal. He, he, he scrubbed his social media. Then get off his social media. You know, we have a responsibility as viewers and fans to consume it, to even complain about it. We're so worried about going and finding this information and consuming it, and then we're complaining about it. We're blaming Debo for being a diva when all he's doing is on his personal social media page. He's wiping it, scrubbing it, and you're viewing it. You're consuming it all and then complaining about it. Debo didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. You can call him a diva all you want. He did nothing wrong. Nothing. And he got all these threats and all this aggression. And all all because people consumed his personal IG. Yes, he's on the, on the in the public stage. I get it. That's all part of it. But allow people to negotiate their contract. That's the way it's done. It's, it's par for the course in the NFL. You have one year left on your deal. You try and negotiate if you ball out. He balled out. And the fan base attacked him for it. And they should be ashamed of themselves. Niner fans, look, I'm a big Niner supporter. I'm on a big Niner show with Dr. Raj on Instagram. We do it pretty much every day. We've taken a little bit of a break, just fueling up for the the season. And I've been super slammed with all the breaking news and things going on here. But we're getting back to it. Don't worry. But the Niner fan base in general should be ashamed of themselves for the ones that treated Debo the way that they treated him. And the fan base in general should be ashamed of the Niner fan base inside the Niner fan base that, that did that. The redheaded stepchild of, of, of the fan base treating Debo the way that they treated him. They should be ashamed of themselves. The way the same people that were absolutely horrible to Mostert, Raheem Mostert, getting threats when he got hurt. He got hurt and he got threats. Disgusting. Brian can't verify your number. I don't know. I yeah, you gotta you gotta go through Discord on that. Give the fan base a lap.
We are out of here. Scooby with a super chat at the last second here. Scooby, appreciate you. Are we trading away DK and Dynasty? If so, what kind of return? No, we're trading for him. Um, Scooby, I'll probably do a show on DK tomorrow. Maybe DK Waddle. Maybe we'll do some wide receivers tomorrow. We did we did a little rant on, on Walker. We did a rant on, on Brees Hall. These are league winners. Don't listen to the, the naysayers. Brees Hall in round three can win you a league. I don't care if you're reaching. I, I prefer you not reach. I prefer you to try and take advantage of his, his, his fourth round value if you can. But if you can't, 3.4, 3.3, Brees Hall can win you a league. Bottom line, he's going to ball out. He's going to ball out. Uh, go to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Oh, and DK, uh, let, let's restart this uh, countdown because I didn't quite answer this question. DK Metcalf, I'll do a show tomorrow. But I think I think DK Metcalf is a third-round potential value, like if he was to go there. But he's not. He's going around four. So you can win a you can win a, a league with DK around four. And given that his value is low, no, you don't want to trade him in Dynasty because you're not going to get what you should get for him. I'm buying him in Dynasty. I'm buying him. I venture to say, and this is a guess, he is the he can he can touch. If you were to do a vertical test on a, on the goalpost, let's say. I just picture it on the goalpost. I don't know why. It seems cool. Every player lines up, every wide receiver especially, right? They line up and they try and touch the highest part of the goalpost and mark it. I'd venture to say DK would be top three, if not number one in the NFL. This this dude could pull in 12 to 14 TDs even in this bad situation. Get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com, get your lifetime membership, and click on the underdog banner. Use promo code SMITTY. Appreciate you, Jocelyn. Appreciate you, Scooby, for the super chats, everybody. Thank you, uh, uh, Eric, for the super chat. Thank you um, to to those that joined the YouTube exclusive membership. You can go to the main homepage of the the channel, and you can click that blue join button to be a part of the exclusive memberships. I appreciate, appreciate Terry and everybody that joined today and got on board of the YouTube membership. Really, really appreciate that. Uh, we're going to grow this bad boy. We're climbing to 25K this year. We're doing it live. It's all because of you. I work for you. I work for you. Official, appreciate you. Um, Scooby, thanks again. Kenny P, exclusive member, appreciate you. Graveyard fellas, yeah, we may be live tonight. We may, we may not. I, I never know for sure. Jocelyn, thanks again. Thank you, 49er. Smitty. Uh, when I have time, I'll be back watching, okay? Silver, silver to the moon. Appreciate you. Two bucks a month get gets you a, a take a lap button. <laughs> Attaboy, Kenny. Do it live. Do it live! Forget it. We'll do it live. Give the fan base a lap. Fan base got some kissing up to do. Talking about, you know, Debo. Agreed. Trey Lance to Debo. Sounds like music to your ears, says Swaggy. Had a boy. Swaggy and I are back on the same page. Back on the same page. Deep tight end sleeper. Ferguson, maybe, but what about Friermuth? Looking like he's might he might be going in the hundreds. I'll take Friermuth. I like Knox. 
Um, obviously, I love Schultz, but he's no sleeper. That's how Dad did it. Swaggy to the moon. Silver to the moon. Uh, well, Jorge, we're not at 25K yet. We're saying we're going to get to 25K this year. That's our goal. We're not there yet, pal. Komet's a sleeper. Yeah, I agree with that. I like Komet. Komet added one of the top five targets, I think, for for, uh, for tight ends in 2022. So Komet's a real nice sleeper. You just got to get him late. Got to make sure you grab him late. $300 is a lot of mashed potatoes, boys. We got a good group of boys here. All right, guys. Appreciate every single one of you. We'll do a, a we'll at least do a um, Dynasty live stream tonight. So get ready. Get ready. Dynasty live stream tonight. Um, if you don't know, here's the link to the Dynasty channel. Please subscribe. It's a different channel than this one. Um, it's youtube.com slash dynasty fantasy football. I'll put it in the, in the chat. I'll pin it right now. Please subscribe to this channel. It's new. It's different. Um, we've got about 500, and, I don't know, 40, 540 subscribers, something like that. Go subscribe so that you have your notifications turned on. We will be going live tonight at some point to talk about a single player. Um, I'll, I haven't thought of the player yet, but we'll definitely uh, be doing that live. Later, everybody. Appreciate everybody.